The Russian meddling probe reaches the attorney general. Reports surface that the head of the FBI threatened to quit after getting pressure to get rid of his deputy. Plus, a talking stick and a Nerf ball, how the government shutdown ended with the help of these important tools. This is the State of America Tonight. The first person in the president's cabinet has been interviewed. The attorney general of the United States interviewed in the special counsel's probe into Russian meddling. There's this bombshell report that reveals that the FBI director, Christopher Wray, threatened to resign. Chris Ray is fighting hard to preserve that independence in a pretty difficult situation. Highly inappropriate for the president to be interfering in law enforcement. The shutdown was obviously, in my view, a big waste of time. The talking stick was was very helpful in controlling the debate. Let me just say in the subsequent <laughs> meetings we used a Nerf ball. It was a lot, uh, a lot safer. Hello, I'm Kirsten Powers, live in New York, in for Kate Baldwin. To our viewers watching around the world, this is State of America Tonight. President Trump emerging from the White House today for the first time since the government shutdown, and it comes amid bombshell news regarding his Attorney General, Jeff Sessions, who CNN has learned sat down last week for an interview with Bob Mueller's special counsel team for the very first time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm not at all concerned. Did you talk to him about that? No, I didn't, but I'm not at all concerned. Thank you all very much. And we're getting details on the specifics of the chat with Mueller. We've been told that this interview, uh, the meeting with Mueller uh, and his team happened last Wednesday. Uh, it lasted several hours uh, and presumably uh, he was questioned about his knowledge concerning the firing of the FBI director and also uh, the other key issue in this investigation, which is the contacts with Russians. The news comes after Sessions met with Trump at the White House Monday. The president says he did not speak with Sessions about the interview. One White House official says the president stands by his man. Attorney General Sessions is continuing his work. The president has confidence in Attorney General Sessions and the work that he's doing. And as we have said, we have cooperated fully in this investigation. Director Christopher Wray threatened to resign over pressure from Sessions. To ch to, but that's not the only bombshell involving Jeff Sessions today. CNN has also learned that FBI Director Christopher Wray threatened to resign over pressure from Sessions to change up his staff. Sessions singled out the agency's top lawyer. Uh, Prompter's going The reason the FBI um, director has a 10-year tenure is because he is supposed to be insulated from these sorts of political pressures. Mm -hmm. But the president has made clear from the day he took office that he thinks the FBI director owes him loyalty. McCabe, who has been a frequent Twitter target of the president, told colleagues months ago that he was planning to retire. As for Ray, who is replacing his chief of staff, the president says he did not offer to resign. In a statement, the White House says in part, quote, the president appointed Chris Ray because he is a man of true character and integrity and the right choice to clean up the misconduct at the highest levels of the FBI. 
On Capitol Hill, at least one Democrat says it's time for Sessions to come back to Congress. I also serve on the House Judiciary Committee, and I think that's where uh, Attorney General Sessions should be next week. Attorney General Sessions is supposed to be recused from the Russia investigation, and most of the concerns that Donald Trump has about Andrew McCabe appear to be around the Russia investigation. All of that as Sessions is vowing to get to the bottom of another FBI story. Five months of missing text messages between two staffers who were also briefly part of the Mueller team. So why are these texts so important? Some Republican lawmakers claim they are evidence that the agency was biased against then-candidate Donald Trump during the 2016 election. Those texts are also part of a probe into the FBI's handling of the Hillary Clinton email investigation, which one of these staffers helped lead. One Republican read portions of the text he called jaw-dropping. Strzok says, quote, you and I both know the odds are nothing. If I thought it was likely, I'd be there no question. I hesitate in part because of my gut sense and concern there's no big there there. But the Republican in charge of the Senate Intel Committee says he doesn't see any red flags. I not read anything into it other than that there may be a, a technical glitch at the Bureau. The fact that they have provided um, the rest of them uh, certainly doesn't show uh, an intent to try to withhold anything. Let's go. Let's get more on the Russia investigation and go to Boris Sanchez at the White House. Hi, Boris. What are you hearing? Hey there, Kirsten. Yeah, we just got a, a bit of a breaking news. CNN has been able to confirm that special counsel Robert Mueller uh, interviewed former FBI director James Comey as part of this special election, uh, special investigation uh, over the past few months. Uh, we have, uh, are currently in the process of reaching out to the White House for comment on this development. Historically, though, the White House really doesn't uh, weigh in on these special counsel matters. They uh, have opted out of respect for the process to more or less stay silent on that. But the president did make news this afternoon when speaking to reporters about his attorney general, Jeff Sessions, and the hours that he apparently spent with Robert Mueller uh, last Wednesday being interviewed about a potential meddling in the election uh, by Russia. The president saying, quote, he is not concerned at all about Sessions talking to Mueller. He went further and said that he and Jeff Sessions didn't discuss Sessions' interview with Mueller when uh, the attorney general visited the White House yesterday. Interestingly, though, uh, this is significant in part because Jeff Sessions is the highest ranking current member of this uh, administration to be interviewed by Mueller. And if you would ask White House attorneys when they thought this investigation would wrap up, many of them were telling us that this thing would have been over by Thanksgiving. But yet here we are just a few days from February with this investigation still ongoing and yet another high-ranking member of the administration being questioned. Uh, the president also disputed some CNN reporting on the FBI director, Christopher Wray, and his apparent threat to resign over pressure that he was feeling to fire the deputy director of the FBI, Andrew McCabe, who's been a frequent target of the president. The president saying that uh, Ray did not threaten to resign, though the White House has not uh, denied CNN reporting that Sessions came back to the White House and told attorneys here that Ray was unhappy about the pressure being put on him to rework his senior staff. 
It is yet another example, though, of a White House that has seemed to try to interfere in the Department of Justice. If you recall, just a few weeks ago, CNN was reporting that the White House tried to put pressure on Attorney General Jeff Sessions to not recuse himself uh, at the outset of the Russia investigation. We do have plenty of questions for the White House. There's a briefing set at 3.30. We'll bring you their answers as soon as we get them. Kristen. All right. Thank you very much, Boris. And still to come, the White House is once again under pressure, under fire for pressuring the FBI. Our panel weighs in next on reports that the agency's director threatened to walk rather than remove his deputy. President Trump already faces scrutiny for removing one FBI director. Now its current chief apparently threatened to quit over pressure to shake up his top staff, though President Trump denies it. This, as we learned, the special counsel's team interviewed Attorney General Jeff Sessions last week, questioning him for several hours as part of the Russia probe. The panel tonight, Shelby Holliday, politics and business reporter for The Wall Street Journal, Tara Setmeyer, CNN political commentator and former communications director for House Republican Dana Rohrabacher. John Seleb, who I hope said that right, former chief of staff to former Democratic Senator Max Baucus. And Nan Hayworth, former House Republican and member of the Independent Women's Forum Board of Directors. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Uh, Tara, I want to start with you um, on this FBI news. It seems like, and I think um, we had this earlier in the show, Jeffrey Tubin was sort of talking about this, that the whole idea of having a 10-year tenure for the FBI director is to sort of insulate them from this kind of interference from the White House. So why, you know, how damaging do you think these attacks from, from the administration are? Oh, I think it's at unprecedented levels at this point. I don't really think we've seen this kind of tension since perhaps Nixon, um, which was partially the reason why the FBI director now has a 10-year term. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't have that kind of, uh, uh, of situation again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I applaud Christopher Ray if those reports are true, that he actually told basically the president of the United States to back off. Um, and that takes a lot of courage, particularly in this environment. Basically, he told his immediate boss, the, the attorney general, um, and then the big boss, that this is not how it's going to go down. Um, and it was really important, given that the FBI's integrity has been under such scrutiny and, and criticism by the president of the United States, and now Republicans trying to mm-hmm. undermine the, the Mueller investigation. It was really important for the, the new FBI director to let the men and women who honorably serve in the FBI, that he has their backs. And this is a perfect example of that. So I applaud Christopher Ray for standing up for those folks, standing up for the integrity of the FBI, and letting the president know, and his minions, including the attorney general, that, um, that that's not how the FBI is going to be politicized under Christopher Ray. Right. Now, Nan, what do you think of all this? I mean, because you support the president, um, but I'm sure you also support... The FBI? Justice and the FBI. Okay. Absolutely. And I have, the rule no, of law. I have no doubts at all about Christopher Ray's character and integrity, nor do I have doubts about the character and integrity of uh, the vast majority of people who uh, work and protect us in the FBI. But it's very clear and very troubling, uh, just the page and struck exchanges alone from 2016 and 2017 that we know about. And now we've got five months of missing uh, messages and exchanges between them that clearly uh, some 
aspect of the FBI's function uh, needs to be questioned, not the, necessarily the agency itself, but certainly uh, some of the people who were within the agency, including then-Director Comey. So these are legitimate questions to ask. And Andrew McCabe, uh, maybe the Andy mentioned in the page struck exchange from 2016 before the election, which they talk about, you know, plans to, you know, like an insurance policy. So they were quite, and his wife was the beneficiary of a large amount of cash from uh, Clinton related donors. So, you know, there were legitimate questions. I mean, do you really believe that because a a wife who's running for office gets money from Terry McAuliffe, who was the governor, who was giving money to everybody? It's not like they were singled out. I mean, do you really think there was some sort of. I think it's it's legitimate to wonder. Uh, on the part of the public. I'm not impugning him per se. And frankly, we don't know. This is rumored that perhaps uh, the so Director it, Ray was asked It for, feels like character yeah, to dismiss to me. McCabe. Well, I mean, the thing, it's perfectly fine to ask questions. These questions are perfectly legitimate. Right. But that's a big, that's a, a very different thing from the president going on Twitter and slamming Andy McCabe and talking about his retirement, mm-hmm. bringing up these text messages over and over and over. He is attacking the Department of Justice and the FBI when he makes these kind of accusations, when he when he tweets these kinds of comments. So he, you know, this is just another example of the president either not understanding how the FBI works or not understanding and having respect for justice in this country when he tells Jeff Sessions to go try to get Andy Or he does understand very well how yes. it works and he wants to discredit the FBI in much yeah, the way he tries to discredit right. the media. Yeah, I think it's abundantly clear to basically everybody watching here except for the president and his closest supporters that this is an effort to muddy the waters. Uh, and and look, Christopher Ray is a Republican. He served in the Bush administration Justice Department. Uh, he did the only thing he could do in this situation, which was threaten to resign. And he has leverage in this situation because if he does resign, there's absolutely no one that Trump can replace him with that can be confirmed in the Senate. Right. And Tara, do you think that Jeff Sessions was acting on his own, A, is one question, and se- separately... Do you think he's just trying to get out of the doghouse? Yeah, I, I don't think Jeff Sessions has acted on his own in quite some time. I think that he has allowed the, the Trump puppet master strings to um, have him make some very questionable decisions, trying to just get back into the good graces of, of Mr. President because the, the president was so upset with him because Jeff Sessions did the right thing by recusing himself from the Russian investigation. Um, and it, it's it's really a shame because Jeff Sessions was... Fairly well liked by his senators, Senate colleagues, and in, in, in Washington, and and now I, it's just a little difficult to take him seriously at this point as Attorney General, given the the hoops that he's jumping through just to please his master, and that that should not be the role of the Attorney General. The Attorney General's role is to protect the Constitution and serve at the pleasure of the President, but his primary job is to uphold the law and 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 the oath in the Constitution. So. Uh, it's not a good look for for Jeff Sessions yeah. to do that. And just one other point about Christopher Ray's integrity: when he worked for the the Bush Justice Department, he threatened to resign then over the warrantless wiretapping issue. And so he is certainly a, an equal opportunity uh, resigner if it comes to the the issue at hand being something that goes against what he believes is the right thing. So that's just another notch in Christopher Ray's integrity belt as far as I'm concerned. And thank God for it in this administration. And yet it lacks. there's a continuing drumbeat of evidence that certainly suggests that within the FBI there were some rogue actors 
uh, and they've who been were seeking to subvert the purpose of the FBI. They have not been fully disciplined. It has not been fully explained That's or demonstrated. That's what the inspector general is for. And exactly. Right. And yeah, the so why, why can't you just let the process sort of play out, well, right? There, like you said, there's an inspector general. the president's doing, number well, one. It's uh, not, though, because if you have, if these reports are correct, they're actually well, we trying to place, know. we're hey, trying to place pressure. Tipping the scale. Well, we do Tip know, because he uses his Twitter account constantly <laughs> right. to attack the FBI <laughs> right. and the Justice Department. We don't, so, you know, but, well, okay, but it, even... There's, pretty clear evidence but, but, that that's exactly yes, what Yes, and there are all kinds of other rumors that turn out not to be true. What we do know, what the president has said, is that he is happy uh, to have uh, Sessions cooperating with Mueller. Uh, he anticipates that the results of Mueller's investigations will not redound against him. I mean, they, they are not... Uh, that that doesn't lead me to believe that somehow he uh, lacks uh, confidence. Well, if he stuck to a script, it would make a lot of sense. The way sense. the process but is he tends to change his mind about why he fired Mueller and why he why he wants to reshape we didn't that. Fire well, but Comey. Okay. Mueller's still there. Thank oh, God. Sorry, Comey. <laughs> Save for the next panel. <laughs> Coming up, the deal to end the government shutdown has the president claiming victory and Democrats hoping for a united front are now more divided than ever. Can Senator Chuck Schumer bridge the gap? The panel returns next. It was the total incompetence of President Trump and the dysfunction as White House that led to the shutdown in the first place. As uh, Senator Lindsey Graham said, they're an unreliable uh, negotiating partner. So they got us into this mess and then did nothing, nothing to get us out. That was Democratic Senator Chris Van Hollen earlier, placing the blame for the government shutdown on U.S. President Donald Trump and his White House. But a day after Congress reached a deal to reopen the government, Democrats were split on the terms of the agreement. The panel is back. Uh, Tara, so what do you, I'm just interested to know what you think of the whole thing. Do you think the Democrats kind of screwed this up a little bit or? Absolutely. And as a Republican who worked on the Hill for seven years and actually was part of the the 95 shutdown when I was an intern on the Senate side, watching Republicans usually be the ones that screw up the shutdown stuff. It was, I I do take some pleasure in watching the Democrats (laughs) cave on this. Um, However, it was really, just all jokes aside though, it was completely unnecessary. The, The deal that the Democrats ended up agreeing to was actually a week shorter than what the original CR that they voted against on Friday was presented with. So it, it, it was the whole thing. They botched it. They botched the messaging. They really didn't have as much leverage as they thought they did. And um, even though I felt as though the president's behavior in the, the week leading up to this led to probably this happening. I think the, the, the Congress was on a good path to come to a resolution and come to some kind of agreement even on DACA. Um, and then the president's comments about co- African countries and Haiti and other things gave the opportunity to Democrats, I think, in their mind, that, oh, we have some leverage here, but it backfired. And now their base is upset with them. Um, their red state uh, Democrats are in a tough position now, mm-hmm. um, moving into 2014. Because of this position on immigration, it is actually more popular than DACA. Um, so, you know, the military chip funding the government. So um, Chuck Schumer, it was his first real test as the minority leader since Harry Reid has left, and he failed miserably. So there's another another 
That's a point to of view. <laughs> uh, there's another point of view that sure. the Democrats got things that they, they wouldn't have otherwise yeah. had. For okay. example, McConnell standing on the floor saying he's going to commit to bring up the, yeah. these issues and and actually, you know, we can get to whether that, that can be trusted or not, but at least he's on the floor saying that there are a bunch of Republican senators who were part yeah. of this sort of moderate deal, and they, of course, got the CHIP funding. So, what say po- you? Politics is a zero-sum game. Legislating is not. Legislating is a game of chess, and I think in the game of chess, Senator Schumer did quite well. Uh, what did he do? By taking a hard line from the outset, he made, he made sure that uh, Democrats got six years of clean CHIP funding. That's the Children's Health Insurance Program, which is a huge Democratic priority. Look, I worked in Congress when the President Bush vetoed uh, a clean CHIP extension twice and had to wait until Obama was elected in order to get that into law. So that is a big deal. Uh, they also uh, have left the question of DACA still at the president's doorstep. And their position is a much more popular position than the president's and Republicans in Congress, which is that these kids should be protected. The president wants to deport them. That is not that the is position. Not true. That is not the position where most Americans are. But Nan, well, he ended the program. So what is his position? Categorically untrue. What he said yeah, was right, exactly. But let's, and but, but what he said the, was that he wants Congress to legislate. Yeah, but one of the correct. things I wanted to talk about, and it, it broke, the news broke right before we started, was that Schumer has come out and said that he's now pulled any kind of support for the wall, which which was a pretty big deal when he had said that he would, sure. you know, support funding for the wall, something absolutely. that Democrats absolutely hate. I mean, across the board. So, I mean... What does this mean? It's, it sort of suggests that, in a way, Trump has lost a little bit here because it's going to be hard to get the Democrats to put that back if, on the table. It, and we've all seen the polling, including the Harvard-Harris poll, which actually said there's great support for DACA recipients, and the president has expressed that. He said he wants a bill with heart. Uh, and I, yes, I am the bill of love. That, we well, all remember. That's, that's right. And, uh, and, and, I, and I agreed with him. No, no, no. And I, and I agreed with him, and he is a man with But shouldn't heart. he have dealt with Schumer but, taking it when it was on the table? Well, the problem... The problem was, here we have token funding, uh, $1.6 billion worth of funding, when the administration has requested $18 billion. Obviously, the figure they're going to settle at is somewhere in between. But to be fair, Schumer's office has said that that's what the president asked for. So I, I, I believe think, it was $18 billion that the No, but what he asked for when they, were, when they were meeting. But we only have a couple more minutes, and I want to get you in on this. The progressive wing of the party is actually very upset. Very angry, do yes. you, How do you think that plays in terms of... I think it's a lot of politics. It's TBD at this point. We still have a couple weeks till we'll know perhaps what the final resolution is here. Um, But yeah, you can see in their messaging, uh, the statements on Twitter, they are very angry that the Democrats chose to fight for a hot second and then they backed away. It's kind of like a game of football. The Super Bowl is coming up, so I'll go there. It's like you have a first (laughs) down and you can sort of celebrate, but you have to tough it out for three more downs. And both sides will obviously be fighting. Both sides have major priorities. But generally, I'm curious to see, I I don't know if this is a terrible thing for these, as you mentioned, these um, moderate Democrats who, when I was down in Georgia, covering Georgia's 6th district election, a lot of Republicans, a lot of these white suburban Republicans who got behind President Trump are starting to sort of think of maybe Democrats they could get behind if they are fiscally conservative, if they are willing to do their jobs, if they're willing to fund the government and get things done. Which they're not going to do. And so down the road, (laughs) I, I don't think this is necessarily a terrible thing for all Democrats. It's just not good for the for the progressive wing. All right. Thank you. We settled everything. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> Thank you very much, panel. And this is day 369 of President Trump's administration. 
And that's the State of America tonight. Check out our podcast, subscribe at Apple Podcasts or your favorite app. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.